From Bonzo Tune Studios in Atlanta, Georgia, this is the Suds and Buds Podcast, featuring stand-up comic Mike Spienberg and musician-producer Brian Stevens. This week's episode is brought to you by our own Bonzo Tune Studios, located here in Atlanta, Georgia. Bonzo Tune Studios, simply great audio. Find us on the web at bonzotunes.com. Suds and Buds is also brought to you by Amazon.com, GoDaddy.com, Audible.com, and the new Stitcher app for iPhone and Android. Stitcher. It's like Pandora for podcasts. Hey, everybody. Uh, <laughs> we're just going to jump right in, I guess. No real formality to it. Uh, welcome to episode number five of Suds and Buds. And uh, we've been doing this for an entire month. Oh, I've driven here. I know. An entire month. I cannot possibly believe that we've done anything regularly. Not on time, but at least regularly. We do have for a an problem being pretty regular. <laughs> well, mine's because I don't eat vegetables. Really? Mine is my unusual schedule and my love of coffee. Well, to see, coffee, at least... The few times I've had coffee, coffee, coffee has the exact opposite effect. For me, if I drink a cup of coffee, it's like my dad at 65. As soon as he eats food, he, he literally eats at the dinner table, gets up, and goes right to the bathroom to take a dump. That's how quick it is. If I drink coffee, I'm, I, that's me. That's, yeah, I, uh, I dump pretty regular. I dump a lot during the day, though. I, 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 uh, I'll, uh, I'll dump uh, like when I first get up, Yeah, you know, and then... Uh, I'll go do something and go get, and then I'll come back and I'll I'll dump a little bit more. It sounds like weird? you didn't finish. Yeah, that's just weird though. <laughs> and no matter how many times I'm a wet wipe guy, you a wet wipe guy? You wet yes, wipe? I, yeah, I've started being, yes. You just started? Well, like the wow. past year. If I lose my wet wipes, I flip out until I find other wet wipes. I mean, I cuz my my hole's like West Virginia, you're always going to hit cold. <laughs> That's what I, I call my ass West Virginia. Coal miner country. Right, yeah, it's just weird though, man. But like country today, roads. Yeah, you yeah. sing country roads. <laughs> uh, actually, when I was a kid, you know who I wanted to be when I grew up? Who? John Denver. Really? Yes, I did. That's who I wanted you to be. Almost as a, have the haircut. I told my parents it. I wanted to be John Denver when I grew up, and look at me now. Yeah, look at I need you. to get a uh, like a like a uh, what did he die on? Like a biplane? Not yeah, one of those. Little, no, it was an airplane. A, it was, but no, it was like a it was like a a go kart with wings. Yeah, exactly. Was, what do they call those things? Uh, they used to fly them on chips. Kind of glider of some sort. Yes, yeah, motorized glider. I don't know. Oh, uh, we do have sponsors. Yes, have and the- one of which I'm very. Uh, I had a great time this week. I, uh, uh, there's still a sponsor. I didn't talk about it. Yeah, uh, I did. Go ahead. I, we don't have an order. Uh, I use the. Uh, I use the. Uh, you probably do have an order. I have an order. Oh, but- go ahead. I'll let you do your order. I won't interrupt you. So uh, sponsors. I'll hang out this with week. Gavin DeGraw. In case you're wondering, um, suds and buds. We're we joke about being on time and me being late and things like that. And today I'm very late. But uh, you know, Suds and Buds is a is a twelve hour day for me. You're late. Much. It's a twelve you hour said you day were on for birth me. control. And you're late. All right. Something tells me you said that a couple times. Um, <laughs> never in my life. Dude. I from, promise. From the I've time never that said we that. set up to the time that you actually get something, um, either on YouTube or in your audio feed, wherever you happen to come across Suds and Buds, it's about at least twelve hours worth of work, sometimes more. Um, so we have to pay for these kind of things between the technology it takes to get this stuff to you and um, the time and the production, all that stuff. I'm, I'm poor Mal. I'm, I'm, I've got my hand out. I'm putting my hand out this week and. Uh, Passing you could, the plate. Yeah, look at that. Right. Uh, I'm no, from Mississippi, no so it's, here. it's not a plate. It's a chicken bucket where I'm from. <laughs> right, here you. But uh, anyway, so what you can do is you can visit our sponsors, Amazon.com. Everybody I know buys something Never off heard Amazon. Of Never. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not AmazonWomen.com. Right. Amazon.com. I, uh, I actually, uh, I, uh, they actually do carry ACDC. I looked the other day. There's yeah. a bunch of ACDC on Amazon. None on uh, iTunes. I put a um, I put a link to the brand new uh, ACDC DVD that's out in the last last week's episode. The little posting mm-hmm. on our blog. Right. So, uh, like you can, if you look on our blog, there's always a posting when one of these videos or audio goes up. And uh, last week I put a link to the brand new DVD. 
the Blu-ray and the DVD of the new ACDC concert. And if you click that link, or if you click the Amazon link from our homepage, then anything you buy at that point, we get a little piece of. We get like 4%, Mike. And, you know, last month we made all of 36 cents. But that's because one person clicked through and bought some kind of a seat protector uh, for the back of your seat where when your kids put their feet on the seat. They 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 bought a they bought a nine dollar seat protector. That's unusual. Yeah, but I'd like to get to the bottom of that. You can you can buy anything. And on if you're Amazon. the one who brought the seat protector, email us and let us know who yeah. you who you Beers are. Beers at suds pro- and The seat protector. You moving uh, on with sponsors? Yeah, yeah. GoDaddy.com. If uh, <laughs> go ahead, just, go ahead. Just, you, I'm wearing yeah. my warm up pants again today. By the way, I, see, I, my, I see you. I'm, I'm pedophiled out today. Uh, GoDaddy.com. Get your domain names for seven forty nine. You can get affordable hosting. You can even get tools to build your own website at GoDaddy.com. Like I said before, their customer service is really good. It really is. Yeah. Every time I've ever bought a domain or a domain comes up for renewal, I got five or six due next week that are that are getting me renewed. Me too. I got my email the other day about my website yep. domain. And then if they if you don't reply to the emails, they'll call you on the phone. Oh yeah, yeah. I always get somebody from, from where? customer service from Omaha. Omaha. Hey, <laughs> see. We're going to do a show in Omaha at some point <laughs> yes. at GoDaddy. Yes. We're actually going to go see those people. They may not know we're going to go see them, but we'll show up. Um, then we've also got Audible.com. I'm a big fan of audiobooks, and I listen generally. used to listen on my iPod, and now I listen either through my Kindle or my iPhone. There's a great app for Audible uh, on your iPhone. You can download any of your books and listen to them right there. And uh, I've been a, a member of Audible.com now for like five years. I think I got like 100 books. In case you guys kid. were wondering how many books Brian has and how long he's been a member. Yes. Five years. <laughs> Uh, so it's a tried and true service for me, and I like it so much that uh, I'm gonna I can't give stop you, talking about. I'm going to give you a free audio book <laughs> this week. Uh, if you go through our link on sudsandbuds.net, you can uh, sign up for the trial, 14 day trial nice. of Audible.com. You get a do that. free audio book, and you can get any audio book. It's not like like sometimes when I play at a restaurant, they go, "Well, you get dinner tonight, Brian." But you can only pick that side of the menu. It right. has to be like six ninety nine and under. You can't get the twenty five dollars surf and turf. You gotta get the my dad used to hammer. do that to me and my step brother. Really? When we were little, when we'd go to like Red Lobster or something, we were kids. He'd be like, "Okay, uh, you know, there's an eight dollar limit here," <laughs> and we, me and my step brother, have to pick under the eight dollar. A lot of a lot of restaurants that when I play with a jazz quartet or something like that, they're you know they're all about we're gonna feed you tonight, but you got to pick from you know the hired helps. Choices. Right, right. Um, that's not the case here. Whether you find a five dollar audiobook that you like or a fifty dollar audiobook that's uh, one solid month in length, doesn't matter. You can keep it for free after fourteen days. But if you like it, then you roll into what they call their gold account. So for fourteen ninety five a month, you get one audiobook, and uh, and I usually do one or two a month at this point because I got a bunch of other things that I listen to. But uh, like clockwork, they say, again they send me an email that says it's time. Go get your audiobook, and I usually have in mind what uh, what I want to listen to. I, uh, like I said a few weeks ago, I finished Tina Fey's it's Audible.com, right? Bossy Pants. Me. Okay, all right. Yeah, we got any more sponsors uh, you want to talk about today? I'm just, I'm just, I love Are you dating somebody so at Audible.com? Are you, are you related to this guy that runs this place or something? Good lord. Uh, but the the one I know Mike wants to talk about is Stitcher. And uh, Stitcher, yeah, Stitcher's been great for us. It's great for me, again, because I listen to a lot of stuff on my iPhone. Uh, and with Stitcher, you can listen to right thousands there. of audio podcasts. Look at that. They, well, they have even it. have – no, hang on. They, they even have uh, – uh, They've got news. Yeah. You got you, it's got everything on it. It's, I didn't even know. I, you know, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm slow to get started. Sure. Um, so front like front page, page, if you hit front page, it'll, it'll do news. For, it's like – it does everything. Yeah. And they've got uh, all kinds of podcasts categorized by type. Interest. So you can just. And news and noteworthy, comedy, yeah. business and industry, news and politics, society and culture. And then you can search the radio stations too. It has uh, on demand. You can order stuff on demand. Yeah. Uh, which is. Um, any of the any of these things that like suds and buds, you could just go in and get us a, as you're on demand and listen to us anytime that you'd like. Live radio is where I was at. Oh yeah, and you can search by state and by station. You can find every radio station. Yep, you can find you can find terrestrial radio stations. Yeah, it's pretty uh, cool. Uh, you can also listen to things like uh, Kevin Smith has an internet radio. See, now station. I'm a big fan of uh, Coast to Coast AM. You yep. know what that is? George oh, Norrie, yeah, yeah, Art yeah. Bell. I listen uh, to a lot Art of that. Bell. I, I see Shadow that. People, Brian. Do you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, and I, I like I like Bigfoot and um, UFOs and stuff like that. And it's always on in the middle of the night, so when you know 
I'm driving home from a gig or something. I, I can be in my car. That I, I don't have a car anymore, but when I had a car, <laughs> you owned a car. I like, to, I like to drive in it and listen to stuff about UFOs. My car actually probably, uh, I don't know. It's just. You're just going to take the checks. Yeah, but Stitcher do. app, I yes. enjoyed it. I did. I do. I, I actually am using it now, mm-hmm. and I'm listening to the Art Bell and George Norrie on there. Yep. And uh, when I'm on the road, I'm going to be listening to it because it's easy to find radio stations when I'm on a plane and people are won't shut up. Hey, the one I found the past couple of weeks is uh, Jay Moore's podcast. It comes out once a week. It's mm-hmm. called More Stories, M-O-H-R Stories. Is he a sponsor of this show? No, he's well, not. There's no fucking reason to do any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. But it's, it's cool because, you know, for an hour, hour and a half, he just talks with friends and they talk about the comedy business, which I, what do you, you do fascinates me. So to hear other people talk about, like I call it the inside baseball of that industry, right. to talk about what happens behind uh, being a road comic or having a, a successful television show or having a not-so-successful television show and how that affects your – that fascinates me. So with Stitcher, there's all kinds of great stuff that you can listen to. It doesn't matter what you're into. You can find something. And if you uh, download the free Stitcher app today, you can go to sudsandbuds.net slash Stitcher. And uh, you can do that on your computer. You can do it right from your mobile device. It doesn't have to be an iPhone. It can be anything. Uh, your CrackBerry, your Android phone, if you've got um, any kind of smartphone. And you can I download think, the free I app. I think you guys get the point. You get the point. All right. So is that all in our sponsors? <laughs> uh, that's uh, Actually, you know what? There's oh. one sponsor. <laughs> one sponsor I have yet to mention uh, at all. Uh-huh. And that's this very studio. Oh, well, it comes up on the thing. Yeah, it comes up before and after, but I've never <laughs> made the pitch. If you dig what you see, we do this kind of stuff here at the studio. Uh, we also do all kinds of music projects. So just go to bonzotunes.com. You can find yeah, out all about studio. You guys can't actually see the whole studio, but Brian actually really does have a really nice studio here. Yeah. All kidding aside, Brian has a nice thing going on here. Yeah, I do yeah. all right. I do all right most of the time. And, uh, you can come over to my house and see my tiny, tiny Marshall amp and my one guitar like sitting in the corner. If you want to come over, you got like nine guitars, drum sets, different rooms. Yeah, you're living large here, man. I try most of the time. Yeah. Most of the time, I'm, I'm gonna teach you. Thank you technique. very much. Well, I just I like to be seen. <laughs> well, then you can't be you were heard. Here last week, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, How does right. it feel? How does it feel having? Well, you know, we we still got two days left before it's a complete week. How does it feel having the lowest ratings or the lowest viewership of any episode of Suds and Buds? It's uh, the, at this it's point? the it's the thumbnail. Yeah, is that it's what the thumbnail. It is. It is what it is. It just people. don't put the thumbnail up there with my shirt off, and then people will get into the show and be like, "Oh, that guy's fucking naked." <laughs> but like, if you put me on the thumbnail like that, and then they're gonna be like, "Wow, is that is that a puppy?" <laughs> you know, and then I, I got a couple one. comments, and I've been doing my crunches, what, my what, Nestle yeah, crunches. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. Oh, what was overall? What were the comments that you got? Uh, that it was funny when I rubbed my bare ass on your seat. That was the most overwhelming comments that I got. Um, but, I, I figured that people would one of two things would happen. People would either think that was the most hilarious thing they'd ever seen. I thought it was the worst thing I've ever done in my life. I was going to say that That's was what the I other reaction. Personally. Honestly, to be honest with you, I, I, really? I, I lost the bet, and I, I'll never do it again. We're never, we're never. If, if we ever make a bet on this show again, be be damn well assured that yeah. I've got it rigged. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Be damn well assured that I've got it fixed, so I'm going to win. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying. Retribution? You know? Is that what you're saying? You yeah. need some retribution. I'm a little more embarrassed than Gavin DeGraw today. That's all Are I'm you? saying. <laughs> <laughs> I like the. I like yeah, the Gavin. Sh- he got beat this. up. He got beat up. Gavin DeGraw did. What happened? He was in New York City, and and I guess it says it happened. I was reading the. New York Post thing here that it said there USA Today or whatever that he was attacked by a pack of thugs. I like the picture though. I think that's probably why they beat him up. You know who beat him up? Julian Lennon for taking his look. <laughs> that's that's exactly who beat him it. up. <laughs> I'll put that picture up. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's it, like Julian that, Lennon circa 1983. Uh, it all. was um uh, four in the morning in New York City. He got jumped by a pack of thugs, and then when he was scrambling away from getting beat up, he got hit by a cab. What? <laughs> yeah. And he's on. They're on. He's on tour right now with. Uh, uh, Train and Maroon 5, who at the time of the fight were seen running away peeing their pants. <laughs> so I'm just saying, if you're going to be out fighting, you probably don't want to be out fighting with Train and Maroon 5. You'd rather be on the Could WWF tour. Could you take Danzig out with you or something? <laughs> do, you, <laughs> do, you, do you have any idea where Dan, Kirk Danzig is? Or maybe uh, what, Henry, because Henry Rollins oh, out drinking Henry with you Rollins. that weekend. Oh. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, take him out with you. Yeah. You know, why you got run around with Train? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go start a fight. <laughs> Hilarious. So yeah, he. Uh, he uh, I, yeah, I was gonna say that. Look. He's an, actually. He's. I think he's already got a concussion. 
Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, being this New York, that doesn't completely I had surprise a friend get me. Jumped. I had a friend get jumped uh, two years ago in New York City by uh, – he. my friend Ted was at a bar in New York City, and some girl started talking to him, and Ted looked across the bar and saw a guy, like, staring at him, and he was like, what the fuck is this guy staring at me? Right. Because I don't really know this girl or nothing. And uh, – and, uh, he went over and asked the guy, like, you know, what's up, dude? And the guy was like, oh, man, that's my ex-girl. I'm just a little irritated, you know. And, and Ted was like, all right, man, no worries, you know, and then left her alone, right? Yeah. And then, like, a couple hours later, after the bar starts getting, you know, not as crowded, this girl comes, Ted's talking to some other young lady, and this yeah. other original girl comes up and starts talking to him again and won't leave him alone or whatever, this and that. And uh, he and the girl that he was actually talking to leave her, like, blow her off and sure. leave the bar. And when they walk out of the bar, Ted gets jumped and it's that guy like beats him up. And then the guy gets busted because he had given one of their, he had gotten into a conversation with one of their friends at the bar earlier that night and given him his business card. Mm. So he, they had his business card. One of Ted's friends did. So the right. guy, guy ended up going to jail. Ted was in the hospital. Now, does that happen a lot in New York City now? Because I remember it did before Giuliani. Right. And then right. he cleaned up. Did you ever go to Times Square before he cleaned it up? I'm, see, I've Dude, never I been to one New of those York. Never. Once. I went to one of those places once, me, yeah. me and a friend of mine, and uh, like where you go in there and like you, you pay the money and like you walk into this little dark room and, and the thing comes up and there's oh, yeah. a room like full of naked chicks and she puts her butt through the hole and like shows her a butt and like all that stuff. I was like 19, dude. I'm just like sitting there like, what in the hell is this? <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, they had them all over Times Square. It's like ask for quarters. When Times Square was? was like, I don't know, it was weird. Like she was, they were just like Puerto Rican chicks in there, and like you could look into the hole mm-hmm. in the, you know what I mean, in the yeah. wall. Yeah, and uh, you could see like other chicks entertaining other holes in the wall. <laughs> so you had your girl in your that's hole, just, and it was weird. That's creepy. Yeah, it I was mean, kinda, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, like, I'm pretty sexually liberal, but yeah. that's kind of that was creepy. just weird. That's, that's not really creepy to me. That wasn't sexual. To me, it was like I got to see this. Right, is this right, for right. real? Oh, of course, because they're. I guess they. I guess they're. They're going. They're. They were going away. You know, Giuliani was closing all of them down. Yeah, yeah. So you got to go at least see one. You know what I mean? So we went in there, and uh, me and my friend Kevin, and uh, he went into one thing, and I went in the other, and I was just stood there for a minute, like this is fucking retarded. And she put her Puerto Rican butt through the window. <laughs> I may have gave it a swat. <laughs> you can actually touch I, it. Oh yeah, it's not a window. It's like a hole. It's like a square. <laughs> it's like it's like the guy didn't pay his rent, and he's lo- he, somebody came and took his windows. Like he doesn't have windows. <laughs> it's just a little room, and yeah. Now, have you ever, like, like, I don't, like, those guys that go, like, it weirds me out, those people who frequent those, um, like, airport, the, the, the adult video stores close to the airport. Oh, yeah, in yeah. In most yeah, major yeah. cities, like that. I've never really done that. No. I think I've gone into one of those ones, too, like, as, as like a college, like, let's go see what it's like. Yeah. And went in there, but it's just all, like, dark and weird. I, I had a, I had a girlfriend like, one I'm time. I'm just not that deviant. I mean, I'm a horny dude. Right, right, right. But I'm not, like, Put a mask on and climb through the window. You ever see? You ever play burglar? You and Rosemary ever play burglar? No. You better get on that bed, girl. <laughs> Put your arm around her neck. No, you know, we've you, never. You ever play we've burglar? Never done that. We've done some things. Get we've never done that. Get off of me! Get off of me! Shut up. <laughs> that's hilarious. You ever do that? Choke her no, just a little bit? No, my wife has control issues, so that's one of those. She wouldn't go for that. Definitely right. not. Well, let her be the burglar. Hey, there's an idea. See, you got a cat burger. I'll come in and talk about that that next week. You're not going to believe who robbed me last night. That's hilarious. No, I mean, the the closest thing to anything like that, other than like strip clubs and stuff like that, I had a girlfriend one time when I was in between like marriage one and marriage two that uh, we went to a Megadeth concert in Biloxi. And Biloxi had a a few places. They had video stores with the little theaters in the back. Megadeth, you don't get your ass beat at four in the morning. Probably not. (laughs) (laughs) So so we went to one of these little places down on like the Gulf Coast of Mississippi. And it was, it was one of those like you feed the quarters in and it had a row of buttons, like eight silver silver buttons and depending on which button you hit you get a different video right and i guess they were labeled i don't remember but you know what would worry me is to put you know like two bucks worth of quarters in there hit the wrong button and get the kind of thing that you showed me which like <laughs> gay porn because <laughs> then I, one two things would happen one would be i'd be really creeped out and two would be pissed off that i wasted two bucks and i have to sit there for the next 65 seconds you know w- watching well, my you, money is that how you're about your money you're so committed that you would actually sit and watch the gay porn for 60 of seconds because Paid for it, of course. That's where we go down different paths, Brian. I would just be like, ah, it's two bucks. I got to get out. I can't watch this. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're going to get your money's worth. Exactly. You're going to find a way to I mean, get an erection over that stuff. Well, I'll at least sit there in front of it. It's kind of like it's kind of like if I go to a bad restaurant. Like, I hope we have people this, who watch this this show that are like that. That are I that committed so. to all the horse shit we sat through before I we actually got into this conversation. <laughs> But like when I go to a bad restaurant, do you think Gavin had his sleeves rolled up like that before he got beat up? <laughs> that looks like he's about ready to yeah. fight. Like he's about ready. <laughs> he's to get about it ready all. to fight like the village people. Yeah, or the Bangles. <laughs> he's about ready to get in a fight with the Bangles. You know what we hadn't done. Keep talking. 
We oh. haven't gotten beer out. Oh yet. yeah, I need a beer. All this, all this uh, laughing and it's good time. parched. Uh, so, um, I, I I brought something back from a couple of weeks ago. Speaking of back in the day, dude, they're getting ready to remake Dirty Dancing. You're kidding? No, they're getting ready to Why? redo Dirty. The guy, the original Why? choreographer guy, is going to uh, remake Dirty Dancing. All right, and now What's it's just going to be called thing? Grinding. <laughs> yeah, just, just they're gonna take all the plot out of it. <laughs> this show's teaching me how to write little quick little little new. You like the pee the pants one? That, that was, was funny. That was, that was great, <laughs> huh? Funny stuff there. A quality material. I'll be here all weekend. You're a regular um, Phyllis Diller. I uh, will be selling you. CDs after the show. Um, yeah, they're gonna look. It's on the news. They're gonna remake Terry Dancing. Thanks I for that. Give you more. Uh, Lionsgate is the guy who originally choreographed it. Orte- Ortega is his name. Right. He's going to remake the Dirty Dancing. But who are they going to get to Snooky. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, who, who's the new Patrick Swayze? There is no new Patrick well, who's Swayze. The, who's, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? I didn't even, but before Dirty Dancing, did you know Patrick Swayze could dance? Of course. Yeah. You, know, you were a big Swayze fan? What other dancing movie was he in before he was in Dirty Dancing? Where he, he, danced? Was, he was in like stage plays and stuff, I think. Oh, see, I didn't follow Theater Patrick. Like that. But here, here's the thing, though. You think about think about Swayze. We're drinking uh, Sapporo, by the way. Uh, so cheers. The only one that we both got correct. Mm-hmm. This is the only one that I got right in the beer taste challenge. That's right. I love you, Sapporo. <laughs> uh, my my friend Phil Chung from college used to drink Sapporo. A little, yeah. little Japanese dude, and he, he would drink it in a big can. Yeah. I like this beer. It's good. I love this beer. It's great. It's got this nice little dry taste to it. Yeah, it really does. I really do like Sapporo. Yeah, and it's light. It's it's the kind uh, of thing I could drink this after cutting the grass. Could clearly be the best beer we've had since the show started. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Sapporo, episode five. Yeah. So uh, mark it down, and uh, you can read the blog later. I'm doing I beer like blogs. It. I'm doing beer blogs now about the beer stuff that blogs. We drink. Yeah. Nice, nice. Think about. Uh, let's go. Let's talk about Patrick Swayze for a second, because you think about this. And maybe maybe it was the '80s. I don't know something something about that time period when definitely not now, but when at any other time did you have somebody that could dance and be slightly effeminate oh, well, in certain ways? Pack. Yeah, but those guys didn't dance. I mean, you know, they they sung. Well, they were talented and they sung on stage. You can't tell me Sammy Davis Jr. didn't dance. Well, they you know, okay, I stand corrected, but and not this I... kind of dancing. This kind of like wear a leotard top kind of dancing. But he was a man's man, dude. You know, you flip over to Roadhouse. And he's kicking ass. Dude, he's Red Dawn. Yeah. He's a Wolverine. Exactly. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. well, you know what? Maybe Hugh Jackman is the closest thing we have to that now, speaking of Wolverine. But I, I can't think of very many. That's who they're going to get for Dirty Dancing. You pick Hugh Jackman. Let's, let's, let's make a bet. Let's, uh, okay. It's not going to require anybody to come in here in their underwear. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, uh, it'll be, it'll be, we'll bet, we'll bet, uh, we'll, we'll figure out what, uh, I'm going to guess uh, Patrick Dempsey. Really? That's an odd pick. Ooh, I, I mean, I'm going to go with Jack. I'm going okay. to go with Patrick Dempsey, or I'm going to go with. Um, what, what makes you think that? What's the guy's name that uh, that played in? Uh, uh, oh, the Brad Pitt movie where he meets him on the plane after his apartment blows up, and they live in that the Fight Club. Who's the guy played in Fight Club with Brad Ed, Pitt? Uh, Ed, Ed Norton. Norton. Yeah. That would be an odd casting, but th- I would watch that. I would watch Ed Norton doing that. I'm gonna say I'm still gonna go with Patrick Dempsey. Okay, and I don't know why. It's just in my head, and it's not on. You can you're willing to read the article. It hasn't said anything about it. Maybe right. it does tell you who's. I haven't read the whole article. Yeah. <clears throat> um, well, now the see now they bring up here Gene Kelly and Fred Astaire. Yeah, but you didn't see Gene Kelly punching a dude out. Fred I wouldn't Astaire know Gene Kelly didn't. if he walked in here right now. So I don't. I don't. Uh, but you're I know. kidding. You haven't seen like singing in the rain and any of that stuff. Uh, I don't do audible books either. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got too much other shit well, going I mean, on. You know those guys. Well, I guess you know if if you think of like in the fifties, like a man's man, like. You know, being a guy who all, had all the chicks and that smoked and that it was kind of tough, and you, you maybe you never saw him fight. Steve McQueen, man. Well, there you go. Steve McQueen is a man's man. John I, Wayne. Yeah, that's a man's. Because you see John Wayne dancing with. No, I couldn't. See well, that. what if they um, that chick that was in the original one? She's not half bad looking. Lori Gray. Is that Jennifer her name? Gray. Jennifer Gray. Yeah. Uh, why doesn't she just redo it? Well, she was just on with Dancing with the Stars. See, they'll probably get some dude. Who? What actors have been on there? All those guys are uh, none of them are very good actors. Jerry Rice, yeah, but he's not an actor. <laughs> he's a football player. Ocho Cinco let's give him, in the new. Let's give him something else he can't Snooki do very well. And Ocho Cinco in the new in the new Dirty Dancing. 
here's the problem. And it'll with be Hollywood. called Get Up on It. <laughs> the problem with Hollywood is somebody's going to make that movie. Right. It'll probably be a cartoon anyway. It'll be 3D, Dirty Dancing 3D. Oh my god. Remember when 3D back in the day you had to go in there and wear those uncomfortable cardboard fucking things that cut your ears in half and yeah. hurt your head and had like the the red and green just it was like some kind of weird hologram paper. It yep. wasn't really it didn't sit and then like you'd look and like what was movies were in 3D when we were little? The, uh, the first one that I saw in 3D and my dad my dad's a horrible parent for this Friday the 13th part 3 in 3D No kid I knew there was a Friday the 13th yep. 3D yeah yeah Part 3 in 3D they had the fly, the flame and arrow that came right at your eyeball and speaking of eyeballs there was one scene where Jason grabs a guy from behind by the head and squeezes his head until his eyeball pops out and it jumps out at the screen at you scarred me I was like 10 years old everybody's head <laughs> moving exactly what happened Although I will say it's the first time I saw a pair of tits in 3D, and that was pretty cool actually. Nice. Except that one was blue and one was yeah, blue red. And red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remember those little funky glasses. There, here you go, kid. And you yeah. put them on. It. Ow! It would hurt. It, yeah. Because it was all cardboard. I haven't been to a new 3D movie. I don't know the difference. You haven't? No. The, the new 3Ds are good. Like I saw Green Lantern in 3D. Nice. And uh, the movie was eh, but the 3D made it eh plus. And, Could you uh, imagine how cool those places in, in Central Times Square would have been if that had been in 3D? Oh, my God. Puerto Rican Puerto 3D. Puerto Rican booty in 3D. <laughs> well, you did get the smell out of the out of the room. It's 4D. <laughs> yes, 4D. 4D. That's all four senses. <laughs> Five if you count that little slap on our bum, on our, on our bum before I left. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, you should have seen, Kevin and I both walked out of there like, that was a weird. Let's never talk about this. Yeah. Nah, I'm gonna have <laughs> Until a I get I'm gonna have a podcast <laughs> eleven years down the road, and I'm gonna uh, twelve years down. I don't even know how long ago. It was a long time ago, and uh, it was when he lived in Hoboken. Yeah. Crazy stuff. So man. what did you? How did you? I've never been to New York. Oh, you have never been to Gotham? No. You, you, the energy is amazing. Wife and I, uh, the la- wife and I, um, my parents grew up upstate in New York. So uh, my dad went to Marist in Poughkeepsie. It's it's a school. It's a college yeah, in Poughkeepsie. Of course, where my father went. Um, so I mean, I've, I've got my family reunion was in Saratoga Springs, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, my wife and I are the only ones who talk like deputy dog in my family. So uh, um, we went up there, but we we spend time in the city because I have uh, some friends in college that, that live on Long Island, and one brother lives in in uh, Park Slope in Brooklyn. And Amy and I walked across the Brooklyn Bridge last time we were there. You yeah. can walk across the Brooklyn Bridge. You got to do that. It's really cool because it's you're on an elevated walkway, right? That is above traffic. So you're like in the middle of the bridge, but you're above traffic. So you're looking down at traffic going by both ways, and you're walking on this bridge, and and it goes from you know Manhattan to Brooklyn. Yeah. And uh, man, this it's is awesome. it's just I I'm not a big fan of heights. I'm not really. I mean I, I've skydived. I don't mind flying on an airplane. I don't mind it. But but heights like just standing somewhere, and especially yeah. if I'm on a bridge and the wind's blowing, I, 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 I freaks you out. That's the wor- that that's the scariest to me. I'm, I'm pumped with think the being on top of something like that with the wind blowing. Mm-hmm. That's what freaks me out. So you walk across, man. I hauled ass. Like I wasn't. I was waiting on her. She was way <laughs> behind me, bro. And uh, she, she was. Amy was stopping. She's, she's really into stopping and taking pictures and all that stuff. And I was yeah. like, I'll meet you. I'll meet you in Brooklyn. <laughs> so I walked all the way and we get down to coming into Brooklyn and we're still on the bridge and she's way behind me. And there's a dude. Like there's random. There's picnic benches or yeah. I mean park benches right. every so often on the bridge where you can look off the side of the bridge. You know what I mean? And because uh, um, I think after you come start coming down into Brooklyn, it veers you off back onto the side, and you're walking next to traffic. Maybe in my mind, for some reason, that's what I was I'm thinking. And uh, there's a crazy homeless dude, like the on one of the benches, like yeah. yelling and screaming. Big black dude, like circling the bench and walking around. I'm like, man, I'm gonna be that dude. I'm gonna get right to him, and he's gonna decide this is the moment. And- <laughs> <laughs> I was so scared, man. So I hauled ass by him, and I had to wait on my wife. I was like, I didn't want to. If it wasn't going to be me, don't let it be my wife. You know, yeah. don't, don't make me be the Gavin DeGraw in that situation. Dude. I'll be in the paper. Oh, some guy, I just, some guy let his wife get thrown off the bridge. <laughs> you know, can I still get insurance for that? Uh, so yeah, so it was, um, it was a neat experience. Uh, Statue of Liberty. Yeah, got to do that. Um, got to go see that. That's pretty cool. Um, uh, we've talked about it for years. We've just it's one of those oh, things wow. where it's unbelievable. Like, New York City is a great place. I mean, and just the the I enjoy the feeling of being on the subway <laughs> and then getting off the subway and coming up the stairs and coming up onto the street in like Brooklyn or Manhattan or, or wherever you're at, and uh, just when you get up out of the thing, the energy hits you like immediately, right? Like the people and the movement and yeah. the and the, and I, I it's. For what we do in entertainment, mm-hmm. pretty much a lot of times you have two choices, New York or L.A. Right. I would pick 
New York City any Definitely. day. Of I, I think I'm that same kind of person. The thing I find interesting about New York, especially, is that there are people in New York doing what we do. Uh, like for me, you know, if I go and play some little club for 50 people, it's not even a blip on the radar here in Atlanta. There's, it's just. Uh, yeah, whatever. Right. If you go to Nebraska and do some little comedy club, and you're headlining, why there, you got to patronize eh. it like that? A little go to Nebraska and do a little comedy club. If I go to some little uh, <laughs> my, bar exactly grill, right. my dad, and my grandpa, like that. <laughs> my grandpa still thinks I have to fist fight the owner of the tent to get my my money after the comedy show. <laughs> he's got a handlebar yeah, mustache. Still, yeah, he still thinks it's like fucking vaudeville, where we're all like, "You better pay me my nickel." <laughs> I did the joke, sir, and you will payeth cometh now. That's what my grandpa thinks. You just make sure they give you your money. What? <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? Or I what? Call the cops or what? I get a lawyer. I don't know. Well, it's it, if you do that exact same thing, the thing that we do day in and day out. If you do that in New York City, you get international recognition. You can go play some little club for twenty five people. And it's a happening. It's the thing. It's the stuff that people write about and blog about and take pictures and put them in magazines. And that blows my mind. Yeah. So it's got to be the energy of the place. It's got to be like, yeah, I'm playing to 25 people, but I'm playing to 25 people at the heart of the earth. Yeah. Well, what's really cool is the way you said heart of the earth. Also, uh, um, if you try to go to sleep in New York City, you ha- all you're going to hear is and then you hear the trash truck, yep. and then you hear the police sirens yep. that only do that little thing. You hear that all night in Brooklyn, and uh, it's um, it gets hot though. I mean, yep. it was hot a couple times when we were there during the summer, but I just yeah, it's just the the power of that city, like the, right. just the and 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 I mean, it really like when you as soon as you get off. The plane and get and get mooling, mooling around the city in a cab or anything. You're just constantly like, I love it. I, I don't. I've never, you know, I've never lived there, so I, you know, I don't. I don't know if I need a yard, but right. Other than that, and you know, I'm wondering as I'm looking at this story about Dirty Dancing, I think about the first time that I saw Dirty Dancing, and I'm wondering if they make a remake, if my wife will go and make out with me in the back row of the theater right. during the remake of Dirty Dancing because that's what I, I was doing I the first time. I think I ever watched that whole entire movie. Like, well, I, I didn't say I sitting. watched it. <laughs> I made out during the entire I still smell thing. your finger. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't think that's... Not, I don't, I'm not into dancing, so I don't know. I didn't really... Like, you, if you were my girlfriend in high school, you weren't talking me into going and watching Dirty Dancing. With really? Me. Yeah, let's go see, like, Platoon or something. Well, see, that, Let's go but see that was, Full Metal Jacket. Well, see, when I was you know 15 what? That's or the problem. 16. You know what? What? Gavin DeGraw never saw Full Metal Jacket in high school. That's the problem. That what happened? Yeah, man. That's the problem. You go out and you see a tough guy movie. And then you go well, out and you, you roll I'm your sleeves up on your members movie, only jacket. Well, that's the thing. If I'm, fight in Manhattan. <laughs> if I'm going to watch a movie, then yeah, that's what I'm going to watch. But when you're 15 or 16, there's only so many places that you can get that are dark, that have no parents, and allow you to suck face with the girl that you really like right. for two solid hours. You want to hear a weird story about that kind of thing? Okay. I know a girl that I grew up with that uh, when she was younger, she was in her living room in the middle of the night with her boyfriend, and he went down on her, and uh, she opened her eyes and looked out the window, and her stepdad was watching. <laughs> That's a true story. Yeah, isn't that creepy, man? Wow. God. She works in Times Square now. No, I'm just kidding. I was making that part up. Made that part up. But that's a true story. She has a story about you know, having a guy, and she was all into it, and she opened her eyes, and her stepdad was standing there watching. You're kidding. Mm-mm. And my stepdad caught me and my high school girlfriend zipper sparking one time in the living room. Yeah. Like we were fully clothed, yeah. fully dressed, and we were grinding, zipper sparking. And, uh, and, uh, and all of a sudden I hear, <laughs> and I, I get, you know, I got like her high school thighs up in the air and uh, her, her capri pants all sticking up. And uh, I turn around and my stepdad's like, What the hell do you think you're doing? <laughs> zipper sparking. And he goes, You need to get her home. And uh, he turned around and walked back in the bedroom. And all of a sudden all I hear is, I had to drive her home in my Toyota Celica all crying and shit. And your dad, your dad, you sure I guarantee you don't want to come to dinner tomorrow night? <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee you this. Your dad was all pissed Step off. Stepdad. Stepdad was all pissed off and all like, eh. when he went in the other room and closed the door, he stood in front hey, of the mirror. my mom He goes, yeah. he goes uh, no, no, he goes, yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
Because that's what I would have done. Right. If, but, if, you know, you know, you know. Because here's here's the other side of it. And What the hell do you think you're doing? I'll never remember him. I'll never forget him saying that. It could that. have been his best friend that he plays baseball with. Right. And, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that, but as a father, you know, having two of my own kids, I would much rather, you know, catch him with some hot chick. Right. My dad, my dad. I could tell there were a few times he wanted a high five. Dude, when my mom, when my mom was single, she yeah. uh, she went on a date one time, and the guy and her came back to the house, and me and my friend Clay, mm-hmm. I was like in the sixth grade or something, mm-hmm. and me and my friend Clay came in the house, and like the dude, the guy was a tow truck driver, so he had his tow truck in our driveway, and oh, uh, nice. and like we go in there, and my, him and my mom are hanging out on the couch, and it's all weird feeling, like what's that weird feeling in here? You know, you're a little kid, you're like, oh, what's that <laughs> thick in here? Like it's weird. I don't know what that feeling is. And we go outside, and Clay was, I guess, more advanced than me. He goes, ooh, your mom's sucking truck driver, tow truck driver dick, <laughs> and I'm like, what? He goes, your mom's sucking tow truck driver dick. I'm like, no way. He's like, yeah, your mom is. She is. She's sucking tow truck driver dick. <laughs> So, so I, just so I let all the air it. out of his tow truck driver, tow truck tri- <laughs> tires. I let all the air out of his tires, thinking I'm all mad at this guy because my mom's sucking his yeah, dick. Yeah. Well, when you let the air out of his tires, that fucker to a guy his age, he's got to spend the night now. So I pretty much closed the deal for this tow truck driver on my mom. Yeah, and Clay told me I was so mad. Your mom's sucking tow truck driver dick. Over and over. Again. I bet if you're out with a band called Tow Truck Driver Dick. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna get beat up <laughs> at 4 a.m. by a couple of dudes. Isn't that a funny story? My friend Clay also he was the kid that when you're little he would come to your house and go through all your shit when your parents were at work. Right. He was that like self-proclaimed Snoop artist. Oh yeah. Found my mom's lickety dicks. <laughs> Flavored rubbers. My mom and my stepdad had when I was like in the seventh grade. Lickety dicks, dude. That's the kind of thing that how know, when, you're a, it's, when it's, you're a parent you you. You walk this weird line because no. What's weird about that whole story is is the fact that it. Like I really didn't want to go to school for like a month right, because right. Clay was telling everybody that they, they, he found my mom's lickety dicks and yeah. my mom sucks tow truck driver dick. <laughs> and uh, so, like, like, but now it's he hilarious. Paid, yeah, like, that's no, the no, funniest no. fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Maybe my mom does suck tro- tow truck driver dick. It's hard to even say. Like, you can't have four beers and say your mom sucks tow truck driver dick. As a voiceover class working for <laughs> yeah. you now. You gotta, oh yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, I gotta, I gotta use a high energy, high energy. Um, tow truck driver dick. Your mom sucks tow truck driver dick, dude. How does that feel? <laughs> so I'm gonna I, see my mom this week. I'm going back to Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. I am. Make sure I'll send her an email. Make sure she watches this before you get there. <laughs> Mike, Mike was just talking. He couldn't do anything but I, I, talk about I, I, you the I do whole have a memory, episode. too, of hearing my dad make love as a kid. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, um, he had an apartment when my parents were divorced, and it was one of those apartments where you uh, it has the bedroom upstairs, but it's a balcony. Like, you can look over. It's like a oh, loft. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, I would every other weekend. I was an every other weekend kid. Yep. And uh, uh, so I would go over there every other weekend, and I swear I have this memory of being – he put. I would be in the bed upstairs – and like I was asleep and I wake up and I'm probably like seven. I don't know, maybe older yeah. than that, eight or nine or whatever, ten. And uh, I hear this lady go, oh, I feel so good, but I got to go. And I hear my dad go, you ain't got to go nowhere. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I burst it into flames. Like I thought I was back hanging, like dreaming about a tow truck driver. I'm like, oh, this is weird. But yeah, I heard my dad make love. That's he swears it didn't happen, but it happened. Yeah. I'm not, I wasn't, you know, I was a little kid. I know what I heard. He swears it didn't that happen feels that real, time. Yeah, that feels real good, but I got to go. What else are you doing? Foot massage. Yeah, I don't oh, know. my dad's really into foot massages. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean. Thanks I, for the cut in the perm, Jeff. <laughs> but, yeah, it feels really good and all, but I got to go. I can only think of maybe one or two times that I ever walked in on my parents that anything like I, I do remember one time walking in and my parents were under the covers and my mom was laying on top of my dad. And then it was like a scramble, a and, scramble, a scramble. And I was like, but nothing was ever nothing was ever said ever about that kind of stuff. I mean, you grew up in a really, really. Yeah, family. And, and, yeah I grew up in a, an Italian, German, Irish family where, you know. We never the Italians are horny, horny, horny dudes, man. That's right. all I'm going to say about the guys in my family. Well, see, it's only now that my parents are 64 and 65 that I find out how horny my mother is. Because my dad can't, he can't, he can't stop talking about even at that age how horny she is. I'm like, that's not what I want to hear. You got a picture of your mom? Huh? 
I'm not putting a picture of my mom. <laughs> what you want? You want to date her? Is that what you're no, saying? I'm just saying she's horny. I mean, I'm sure I do gigs in Mississippi every once in a while. I could maybe help your mom out. That'd be oh a great God. segment for this show, wouldn't it? <laughs> she's not watching. Oh God. <laughs> But yeah, I know a few things. tow truck we drivers I can maybe hook your mom up with. In fact, you know, it's funny. We were we were kind of alluding to something before the show started. My mother walked in on me one time when I was going at it. Right. Oh, <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been knock on wood ever been caught doing that. But see, I'm pretty good we about were, that. It was one of those I had just I was a senior in high school. Cannot believe I'm telling the story. Good God. Um I just told you my mom sucks tow truck driver <laughs> dick, dude. And you can't come off a masturbating story? Okay. I'll, I'll go there. I'll we, go there. Okay, you got this caught. This is therapeutic. This right, is therapeutic. So I had, just, shit. I, had, <laughs> I had just broken up with this girl I was dating. Um, this was like November of my senior year. And I had dated this girl that was a complete psychopath. She was a preacher's daughter, so she was a complete slut. But she was a psychopath. She, you know, plausible denial of everything. Nothing ever happened. And there's another story where, you know, there's a big fight and I end up going to, to the police like station. Those sponsor conversations. <laughs> exactly. So, have you ever heard the term trim the fat? No. <laughs> What's that? That's where you take out all the words that aren't necessary in your story. I, I'm just giving you, I'm just giving you the context. <laughs> so, my parents take me to Colorado uh-huh. to, to help me get over this girl. This is our like Christmas vacation. And and we never had been away around Christmas, so it's it's um, it's snowy Did and Santa beautiful. Did Santa Claus catch you masturbating, Brian? Is this the Santa Claus I catches wish. me masturbating? I wish. Story? <laughs> so I'm already heartbroken over this girl. That was a psychopath, anyway. And I just, the heart was broken, but the penis was not. There, huh, you, go, there you go. Exactly. Go so um, so I'm. They is the first time I'd ever been in a hotel room. Well, it was actually a condo with a garden tub. Never seen a really, really seen a garden tub that I can remember. So I thought this was interesting. I could fill the whole thing up and uh, and turn on the bubbles. And this was in their bedroom, in the master bedroom. How old are you? I'm like 17. Okay, I got you. All right. You started your own bubble bath? Yeah, I did. You're a weirdo. You romance yourself? <laughs> I did. Ew. <laughs> you take yourself out. So, you go to movies by yourself, don't you? That's why you do I've that. Been known to. See, that's the same. That's the I same. Haven't go, it's I haven't the same gone thing. to dirty dance. If you go to movies by yourself and you and you create your own bubble bath feeling in there, you're weird. I just, I, dude, I just get like, okay, it's time to masturbate. <laughs> it's time to go. Let's, let's I masturbate it. out of boredom. Really? Like if my day is nothing going on? Oh man, what's your record? You got a record? I'm probably eight. Oh, I'm probably eight or nine. Easy. Yeah. yeah. Easy to where it, like I to where I'm like, dude, I gotta stop. Or I'm gonna go well, in depends. jail. Well, it depends. This is getting bad, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends. It's like, is it is it like a quick one off, or is it like like a marathon session? Well, I don't run bubble baths every time. I'm just saying that. I mean, maybe Christmas and Easter. So I'm 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 so I'm I'm perched up on the side of the garden tub. Right. It's a very romantic kind of thing. Low lights, candles, the whole thing. I was going to treat myself. My heart was You're broken. A weirdo. If no one else is going to love me, then I'm going to love me. Right. Yeah. You ever think about driving a tow truck? <laughs> So I'm perched on this side, and keep in mind, at 17, I was six three and like 175 pounds. So I'm I, I was long and lanky, but I was a tall dude, right? So there's a lot of 17 year old kids sprawled on the side of this garden tub, and I'm just going at it. There's people in the bathroom? No, I'm by myself. Well, but without, and, what do you mean? You said there are kids sprawled on the bathroom? Uh, no, a 17 year old kid, me, me. Oh, okay. I'm sprawled out on the side of the. the that story <laughs> got really out of hand there for a second. <laughs> stay with me, stay <clears throat> with me. Um, and it was one of those where the Sapporo the, is like Wonder Woman's rope to it you, huh? It really is. But it's the same color and everything. <laughs> Look at that. You might as well just. Did they want to wrap it around? Are you going to tell me the truth? <laughs> Did you masturbate before the start of the show started? Did you wash your hands after the last time you masturbated? Because I high fived you when I got in here. I don't appreciate <laughs> I did, yes, it. Yes, sweet. So, um, so the way the bathroom was situated, it had these louver doors that opened up onto the master bedroom, right? right. So I had the louver doors open. The curtains are open. I'm looking at the snow coming down in Colorado, and it's just amazing. I have never heard it such is- a romantic masturbation story <laughs> in my life. It's, it's. I mean, I want you to masturbate me now, Brian. <laughs> Straight out of a movie. This could be in the next Dirty Dancing, except that that movie wasn't in Colorado. Except it had a girl in it. Yeah. <laughs> the story has no girl in it. 
It does, but it it's doesn't It's got a tank top well. and some black blue jeans, but it doesn't have a girl in it. So I'm, I'm just going at it. I'm in my own world, and I had forgotten to lock the bedroom door. No, that's door. the unfortunate part is you're not in your own. You're in our world, Brian. That's the problem. <laughs> so, so I had forgotten to lock the door to the master bedroom. You did all that work for yourself, and you forgot to lock the door. Exactly. Candles and everything. <laughs> everything. I did not is think. Is it the pizza guy coming in now? No, it's my mother coming oh. in. Oh, couldn't it have been your dad? No, my, well, he probably would have high fived me or something. I don't know. He would have been proud that I, I don't know. But so my mother Store comes in. Run, she right? takes five. She takes five steps, sees what's happening, turns on her heels and leaves. And of course, here I am, butt ass naked, and I'm just trying to gather myself. And I put I put on a <laughs> towel and I run out and I'm like, but 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 but, and she's just not talking. She's in the she's in the kitchen just doing whatever she's doing as if nothing ever happened. And this this is the perfect story to tell you the kind of house I grew up in. Cut to You never talked to her about? Never talked about it. Cut to 20 years later. We're sitting in my mother's kitchen and my wife is sitting there and I'm sitting there talking and her and my dad make a reference to their sex and I'm like I don't want to hear it. La, 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 la. And she goes, well, it's not nearly as bad as me catching you whacking off in Colorado. And I just That's the first time at, she mentioned it in 20 years? <laughs> 20 years later. <laughs> nice. And I just look at her steely-eyed like, you've never talked about this. <laughs> she was holding it. And it was her closer. <laughs> exactly. She was hanging on to that. It was her ace. She was waiting to play this for card. For years, dude. Years. This incubated for 20... This is how cold a woman my mother is. 20 years and she breaks it out. And I just look at her and I said, you never acknowledged that happened. And she just looked at me. She said, I never had to. It's very true. I don't think I've ever, I don't think got I've a ever kick been. out of it. She's got a total um, kick out of it. Uh, after Amy and I really started getting serious one time, she still gets really mad if I talk about it because she thinks it's so disgusting. I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's just awful. And uh, what are you doing? Uh, look, she just texted me. What are you doing? I'm getting ready to tell Brian about the time you caught me jacking off. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. I'm telling. I'm telling a story Brian that you don't want me to tell. <laughs> about you catching me. <laughs> Hilarious. Right when I said that, the story, she texted me, what are you doing? Yeah. Catching me. Her, her spidey senses started tangling. My, I like to call it pud. My pud. pud. That's what I call it. Spanking my pud. I like that old term. I'm old school. And when you try to type in pud, it goes to pus. Spanking my pus. No, I didn't do that. I spanked my pud. If there's pud. pus coming out of your pud, then there's a problem. Um, yeah, I don't uh, one, one time Amy stories. and I were in bed and she fell asleep and I was like, man, I tried to get some, but then I was like, nah, I'll just take too long. So I kind of rolled over and tried to like, <laughs> without shaking the bed, you were yeah. in a king size bed. She's way over there. Yeah. Well, ripple effect, I guess. I don't know. Like the, the waves. <laughs> <laughs> no, Cause when I masturbate, when the dogs are in the bed, they don't do nothing. They just lay there like sleep the whole time. And I just kind of like. But like, well, they're like, like, dude, they're like, that's nothing. No, I can lick my it. own. Like she, 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 she let me, like I finished, you know, and I went to bed like sleep all like, oh yeah, she, dude, she waited for like our next big argument and like that's the most disgusting thing. I know that you were masturbating and you did that in the bed. I'm like, well, you know, it's, it's just I'm a guy. It's not like I'm being, you know. But dude, yeah, I uh, um, you, every morning, huh? Every morning, me? Yeah, I'm a night. <laughs> no, the guy you're living with. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm a nighttime person. Really? I'm not yet. Oh, mine's every morning. I can't start my. It's like coffee to me. I can't start my day unless I smack my pudding. I in the can't shower. go to sleep with that. I uh, can't so believe I, I said that I'm on the damn about- internet. I cannot believe I just said that. <clears throat> Everybody masturbates, dude. But see the the house I grew up in, nobody masturbates. Well, no one touches themselves. The house you grew up in, nobody sucked tow truck scene. driver dick either, Brian. And I'm trying to li- enlighten you on life here a little bit. Let's see what she says when she comes back. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's just indicative of the house I grew up in. I mean, you know, nobody masturbates, nobody touches themselves inappropriately because that's a sin, and you know, God. And honestly, is it I'm really not, a sin? I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Where in the Bible does it say masturbation is a sin? It doesn't have to. What do you mean? Because that's the that's the world I grew up in. The world I grew up in was the world of because I think it's disgusting and because I think it's harmful to you, then it's harmful. It doesn't matter. I'll find somewhere in this book that it says it, or I'll reword it. Yeah, the interpretation of the Bible is a lot more complicated than the Bible itself. The thing that I find interesting about about did you hear what I just said to you? Yeah, I know. (laughs) Because you just started talking. No, no, no. Because I'm going where you're. 
going. I'm, I'm going. I'm just going. kidding. Go ahead. The thing I find interesting, and this is the problem that I, I and I, you know, I have religious beliefs that have morphed as I become an adult. But I, I find it oddly interesting how the Bible and God morph themselves to the people talking about it. So if someone has a problem with beer, they're going to throw every scripture to you about how beer's a bad thing. But if someone likes to drink and they don't have a problem with it, they'll find ways to justify that and say that God doesn't mind. It's one of those things that all of that tends to you're gonna you're gonna pull up a, a picture of us together. There's Jimi Hendrix. You're you're taking my momentum away. Now go ahead. I'm um, listening to your story. I'm just trying to keep the show going at the same time. So, but I, I think it's I think it's interesting. I mean, think about. Um, think about every war ever started. The war we're in right now. Do you realize that God is on both sides of the war? If you talk to both sides of the war, if you talk to the Taliban, they'll tell you that God um, has ordained the fact that they drive planes into buildings. But if you talk to any of our people, God has ordained us to make oh. sure that those well, people don't drive planes in the It doesn't even have to go that far. I mean, you look at the different uh, uh, way people interpret the, the Islamic religion. The, right. the is, Islam, Islamic people themselves, like there's radical Islam, right. and there's people who are Muslims. Sure. And there's radical Christianity, like the guy that in Oslo. Right. And then there's... Like I don't. I mean, am I a Christian because I believe in? I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know all the answers. I don't. But like, what bothers me is that so many people think that they know all the answers and that their answers are the right ones, right. and they're willing to kill each other over it. Doesn't make any sense to me. I just. I feel like in the end, we're all going to be somewhere, and I don't mean like people standing somewhere. I mean, in whatever we're going to get somewhere, and take, that fucking guy who was throwing people off the Brooklyn Bridge is going to be the one that's right, and we're going to get there and be like, "This is the fucking asshole." <laughs> <laughs> that's what's going to happen. It's going to be like Richard Simmons. We're all going right, to die. It's going to be like Richard Simmons. We'll get there and it'll be like Richard Simmons. We're going to have to do fucking calisthenics all day. we be like, this is fucking heaven. This is fucking a rerun. It'll be rerun. <laughs> rerun is the savior. Seriously? No kidding. It was fucking Gary Coleman this whole, the whole time. time. <laughs> I just, I think that we're going to, we're, we're going to get to wherever we get after this life. And we're going to find out that every one of us was wrong. In, to some degree, every one of us was wrong. I think that that the concept of God is so big and so enormous that our little peon brains cannot fathom what really happens. So what do we do? We take a book, whether it's the Quran or the Bible or the Torah, we take a book and then we read ourselves into the book. And, uh-oh, you what? <laughs> we read ourselves into the book. And all of a sudden, we use it as our launch pad for whatever our agenda is. And for my parents, it was the idea of not well, listening to ACDC and not master. We do the same thing with the Constitution. Of course we do. Of course we do. We Our interpretation of the Constitution a lot of times is biased on our views. You think? Yeah, I'm pretty sure about that. Well, it's, it's one of those things where it, it, I think that at a certain point, government was meant to do some things that – um, that it no longer does, and it does things far beyond what it was ever intended to at this point. But it's big business. Yes. I think uh, what we don't realize a lot of times, too, is that you can interpret the Constitution, but it's hard to interpret a piece of paper that was written a long time ago when the world was nothing near what it is now. Right. So, excuse me. I get a little verklempt. <laughs> uh, so I, I, you know, it's just, I don't know. I just, you know, I want everybody to come home. And it's a perfect example this past week, losing all the seals and, and all those people that, you know, die. I mean, what's weirds awful, me out awful, is, it, is that I just came back. So I think, are those some of the guys I may have, or ladies, right. or I may have met over, men or women I may have met over there. And I rode on a Chinook. Yeah. And like I rode on, you know, a Chinook all the way out to the Gulf of Aden and all the way back to Djibouti, Africa. And, you know, it's just a damn helicopter with a couple of young kids that are Marines on it. Right. And you start thinking, man, I mean, is that, is that it? You know what I mean? Like, you, you just over some, some, over an interpretation of a book. Is yeah. that the reason that is that's the reason why we well, do all this? Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing is you talk to some people, and it is it's about it's about some kind of a religious order. It's one of these things where um, there's there's some sort of there's some sort of um, 
line. And there's a line where on this side, there's morals and mores that these people find acceptable and morals and mores that these people find accepted. But you talk to other people and it's about political freedom. And so it's funny how issues like that will all morph to the person talking about them. But my problem overall with government and where they put us is none of this is about freedom. It's about money. I mean, you think about it. Um, You're free to do almost anything, or at least we think. But try going anywhere and doing anything without any money in the bank. You can do almost nothing. You can't go to Exxon, the Exxon store at the corner, and just go get gas. You have to pay for gas. Right. You can't just go to the grocery store and go get food. You have to pay for food. So, you know, it, it depending well, on our well, food, you can, you can survive. You can get your own food without paying for food. If you're a hunter or something, and you're in a, that's, it's possible. To a degree. It's possible. To a degree. It is, it is actually possible to self, I mean, Ted Nugent. But got, uh, uh, got, there are self-sustained places. You got to buy seeds. You got to buy cows. Eh. You got to have money at some point. So to me, the whole idea of government is not about freedom. It's about money. If you have no money, you have no freedom. Well, which in, in turn is about control. Exactly. I'll drink. I'll drink Sapporos with you and talk about government craziness. <laughs> I saw a guy at the liquor store last night uh, yep. that had on an Investigate 9/11 T-shirt. Really? Yeah. Like, and I don't understand that whole process. I mean, I, I can't. I, I, maybe I refuse to believe that my government had something to do with that that thing. But that's just not. But then again. Uh, part of me thinks that was such a precise, precision attack. Right. Precision attack. Yeah. Right? And those crazy fucking backwards motherfuckers since then have tried to pull off nothing but dumbass attacks. Right. So how did they pull off that one precision attack and since then try to light their shoes on fire or try to light their head on fire? There was there was more of an involvement, but I don't think it had any. I, I think there were maybe other governments involved, yeah. but not my government. It wasn't, I may be it an wasn't that towel-headed guy that was sitting in a room by himself watching TV of himself. Too complicated. And yeah. Too complicated. Yeah. He, 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 uh, he is a figurehead. Right. Um, you know, and, and, and... Like so many figureheads. You know, certain governments who, who took care of that figurehead could have been easy, as easily involved in, you know... Because it's all about bringing down the superpower. Sure. It's like, you know, bringing down... Like, and once you're the one superpower... Then everybody's like, oh well, you know, one well, you know, we, it it was it was actually not good in my opinion. It was not good for us as a superpower or a country for Russia to fall as a superpower, right? Because once that happened, everybody else was like, well, if Russia can fucking fall, right? We can we can topple America. I mean, fuck America. Well, the thing <clears throat> the thing I told my wife this this week is we live in a naive society where we feel like America as it is is going to exist as it exists in perpetuity. But none of the great societies I believe in space balls. <laughs> so I think it's all gonna be space balls. I'm gonna have a giant dog that's like John Candy. That's how I'm gonna end up. It's weird though. I mean, you think about the Roman Empire. As oh, that's what we are. We are the modern day yeah, Roman Empire. That's definitely. exactly what we are. The Roman Look at Empire, our entertainment, dude. Yeah, we watch. We watch. Uh, it's we're only a matter. We're only a few years away from the Running Man. Oh no doubt. As far as like the the you can't go. You, you, we've gone so far in all these things. Like like wh- you know you think where does it go? And I'm sure a guy in the 20s was like, wow, radio. Where could this go? And he never imagined. This. this, yeah, like but, us sitting here talking. So about So my whole thing is: is going to be holograms? Like, are we going to have that thing? Like Obi Wan, you're the only one who could, like where R two D two shot that thing of Princess Leia out, right. and she talked on the table. Like, is that the next step? Eventually, I think so. So comedy clubs are going to close down. Musician concert halls are going to close down, and you can type in your computer, fucking Dick Gavin DeGraw, and he's going <laughs> to pop up and play on your tabletop. Unfortunately, I think Isn't that's that weird. Where it's going. Like, I mean, is that going to happen? It's, like, you don't even leave your house, right? I think I think we're moving Fuck, more towards quit, that. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> this is Why am I wasting my time when a hologram is going to come in here? And then they're going to like, dude, like back. Okay, perfect example. Back yeah. in the day, uh, I used to go see Iron Maiden. Right, right. Me and my friend Reed would go see Iron Maiden, and we yep. didn't really know anything about. We just liked like our. We wanted to see Eddie. Sure, of course. the biggest theatrical thing in rock and roll at that time was Eddie. Eddie. Of coming course. out. And if you don't know Iron Maiden, Iron Maiden used to have this giant 
monster guy called Eddie, and he's the guy that's on all their T-shirts, all their album covers. His name is Eddie, that monster, the guy. And uh, he would come out. He's a giant puppet. Yeah. And he'd walk around the stage. Dude, Tool, now, Tool, yeah. this day and age, Tool has hologrammed aliens that come out and stand next to them while they're playing music. That's bizarre world. Like, an alien will come and wow. stand next to the dude, and you can see it from the stage, from the floor. There's an alien standing there, and you're like, where the, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's just, that's, that's, that's unhurt. When, you, when I was 11 years old, I saw Journey. <laughs> Steve Perry had on a, a, a tuxedo jacket with tails, and that was a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, holy shit. Holograms. I just, I feel like, I feel like, you know, things can't exist as they have been in perpetuity. They can't. Because of things like that, because technology brings us closer together by not having us close together at all, because things change and because power shifts. That was pretty heavy. That was. Wow. Yeah. What was that? Uh, Technology brings us closer together by not having us close at all? Yeah, exactly. Wow. That's the moral of this show. You, Definitely. You, 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 that you heard it here first. Don't get in a fight with Gavin DeGraw. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it, it really is. It, it, so to me, uh, I, I'm kind of, I'm waiting for something to happen. I'm waiting for some kind of upheaval, some kind of overthrow, something to change. And I'm not a revolutionist. Do you think it's ironic that 2012 was an election year? I, you know what? I think that the Mayans might have had something in their pocket. We didn't I think know that's about. pretty crazy. The, the 2012 was an election year, right? right? And there's already like a uh, uh, a uh, a wealth gap in this country forming, and they're going to yep. use it as a weapon in the election. Yep. They're going to use that uh, the class warfare. Yep. And then by the time 2012 comes and it's the election, the class warfare thing, like it all kind of starts adding up. The thing that's I, well, interesting, I listen to though, a lot of Stitcher app, Coast to Coast AM. See what I'm talking about? How it all comes full circle with the sponsors. Ooh. Stitcher app, Coast to Coast AM, Bigfoot, uh, yeah. 2012, all that stuff. You're good, Mike Spielberg. You're I'm good. pretty good. You're I tie good about, things in together. <laughs> just weaving them all yeah, together. You know what I did? I stitched it together. Wow. wow. <laughs> I stitchered it app together. I you just, stitched it. You just it. saw that. Well, this is how you live. You're a smart guy when your mom sucks tow truck driver dick. <laughs> All right, I don't want to get all serious. I, don't, I, don't, it's, I know, it's, I know, but yeah. It's, it's just the meaning. It's it's weird because it really, I mean, you know. It's uh, worth talking about. You know, well, here's what's going to happen. We're going to do however many shows it is until the election week, and then that election week we're going to have a million viewers, and then, then the world's going to end. That's it. <laughs> That's going to happen. As soon as we realize, holy moly, this might be all right. It's going to be gone. <laughs> Everything. That's the story of my life. Mm. But And you know how we're going to get there? I, we're actually starting a contest this week. Are we really? Yes, we're starting nice. a contest. So what I want to do, we've talked for a few weeks about having a guest on the show because it's fun that we talk to each other and you you guys get to sit in on the conversation. But um, we've been talking about having a guest. And so I'm looking, I was looking for a way to, uh, to do two things, building a guest and... Also, kind of give people a reason to tell their friends about the show. So here's what we're going to do. If you send an email to beers at sudsandbuds.net, I'm going to send you some very simple instructions. One step. You're going to share this unique link that's your own link. You can put it on your Facebook, your Twitter, your website, your blog, whatever you want to do. And the person who refers the most people to the show, because we can track that stuff. Believe it or not, the internet can be tracked. Um, we have a hologram that works in here during the day and tracks <laughs> exactly. everything. Um, the person who is the most influential fan of Suds and Buds is going to be our very so first let's just guest. Say biggest fan contest. That's what Instead it is. Instead of all this other like fancy jargon, I got to build so it up. Long, fucking winded. I got to build it up. Biggest fan contest. You proved to us you're our biggest fan. That's Suds, right. Beers at sudsandbuds.net. That's right. Why are you the biggest fan of sudsandbuds.net? Well, it's not just why. It's you have. Well, to prove. if they're willing to type us a paragraph of why they're the biggest fan. I'm pretty fucking You've sure they're going to be spreading the word. You have to <clears throat> prove but that you are not just the biggest fan, but the most influential fan. Right, right. It's like, I love you guys so much, and I'm going to make sure everybody I know loves you guys so much they're going to watch, they're going to listen, they're going to be fans too. The most influential fan one month from now will be on our show. So episode five, six, seven, eight, episode nine? 
Let's make it episode Ep- 10. Episode 10. We'll episode round double 10. digits. Double digits. At super guests. That's, surprise guests. That's right. And if you have a talent, we'll let you do your talent on here. I like that idea. That's a good idea. If you think you're talented at something and you want to be discovered, that's it. Don't come on this show. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we'll, uh, we'll let you do your talent anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll so yeah, we'll have. A, and I, I'm working on a. We're gonna work on some. I want to get some musicians in here too. I want you guys to do what you do. Yeah. Stand up doesn't work in front of nobody. Music still does. Right, right. So well, you know, that's one of the things too. If you're in a band, it's a great opportunity for you to not only uh, get an opportunity to get in front of some new people and show your music off. You can uh, tell a lot of people about something really cool. Are you so, playing anywhere this week? Um, this week I'm in the studio all weekend. Nice. I'm going to my hometown of Charlotte. Uh, for the week, um, uh, they just opened a new comedy zone uh, right next to the Fillmore. Cool. North Con- the Music Factory. Yep. Um, and I'll be there. Uh, it's kind of a homecoming after, wow, 12 years of starting to stand up there. 12 wow. years ago. We're getting old, dude. Uh, and uh, my friend Paul Hooper and I, paulhoopercomedy.com. He's very funny. Uh, we're, I'm, uh, man, I'm super excited. I'm staying downtown. Uh, I'm going to see all the people I grew up with. I'm um, see my, my dad, my mom, my stepdad, my brother. I'm, I'm, uh, uh, I'm pretty stoked. Next week, uh, West Palm Improv for two days, and then uh, Hartford Funny Bone for three days. Cool. So you can get all that at uh, Spienberg.com. Um, In other words, don't mention that shit here. Just go to your fucking website. Can you just mention I just, your website? I just make it, I just make it easy <laughs> for people. Spienberg.com, uh, uh, The Big Will Brigade on Facebook, and we're both on Facebook. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, 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 Facebook.com slash Bonzo Tunes is the name of the studio. And, uh, or you can go on Facebook and like a little search engine you guys have all seen. Just type in Bonzo Tunes up there. Yeah. Uh, Brian but he's Stevens. just going to give you I'm the address. <laughs> he's going to give you the address. <laughs> or you can go to brianstevens.net and there's a link there. Spainberg.com, too. That's a pretty yeah, good one. Yeah. It's got a picture so of me on make it. Make sure you uh, visit all of our sponsors, Amazon.com, through our link at sudsandbuzz.net, Amazon.com, GoDaddy.com, Audible.com, Stitcher. and Stitcher. Stitcher, uh, yeah. Check out our sponsors and uh, I will see you here next week. And, uh, uh, we will um we're one episode closer to a special guest. And yeah. Yeah, beers at sudsandbuds.net. Beers at sudsandbuds.net. Yeah. And uh you'll see some reviews Sapporo. this week. You'll see some reviews this week. You finished yours. Awesome. Uh you'll see reviews this week of beers that we've uh, had on the show. And that's gonna be a recurring theme on our blog, which is sudsandbuds.net slash podcast. And uh, you can read about the beers that we've drank, and eventually we'll just start. I know I will. I'll start writing reviews of things that I have during the week as well. So nah, I'm not gonna do any of that. No. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, pray for the seals and the and the and airmen and the and the, and the people that passed away uh, in Afghanistan. Please, please. Um, bring them all home safe. And uh, yes, I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Watch the show live Tuesdays at noon at our website, sudsandbuds.net. If you love the podcast, help support us by clicking the links and ads for our various sponsors. Those are located on the sudsandbuds.net homepage. Once you click those links and visit our sponsors, a portion of everything that you then spend comes directly back to us to help fund the production of this great program. To find Spienberg stand-up shows in your area, just go to Spienberg.com for tour dates. And to find everything Brian Stevens, just go to BrianStevens.com. And don't forget this week's sponsor, Bonzo Tune Studios. Located in Atlanta, Georgia, Bonzo Tune Studios, simply great audio. Find us on the web at BonzoTunes.com. Thanks for listening and watching, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>